the Apple Watch goes off sale. This is Mac Voices. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by our Mac Voices holiday gift guides. Whether you are looking for gift ideas for others or products to spend those holiday gift cards on, our Mac Voices holiday gift guide panels feature some of the guests' favorite gear and why they recommend it. Find all of our holiday gift guides at macvoices.com slash holiday gift guides. All one word, holiday gift guides. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, this is the Mac Voices Live Holiday Party. It's Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, whatever time that is, wherever you are. We would love to have you join us in the chat room, even if you can't be here tonight. Come next next week, because we'll still be here, and you should be too. And we do have some friends in the chat room already, and I'm sure more will show up as the stores close wherever they are and they have to give up on their shopping for the evening. Um, you know, the holiday party, it's it, virtual parties are always kind of interesting. So I told everybody, you know, dress festively, um, get your favorite drink, and so and just show up and we'll talk talk tech. We're going to try not to be too grinchy, but, you know, there's some things that will tend in that that direction. Um, but we, st- we just have a lot to get through. So we're going to do it. But first, we're going to inter- introduce everyone who is festively dressed. And even if they're not, they're, they're part of the team. Um, so up in the top left of my screen in the corner of the angels, Mr. David Ginsburg. David, all decked out in red. Good to have you. Good to be here. Yes, and you must give Apple, so that's why I wanted to wear this. Uh, but uh, yes, it's uh, that, that was I figured got to wear red for for Christmas celebrations here, holiday celebrations. So glad to be here. It's going to be a lot of fun. Absolutely, absolutely. What is that shirt from? This was a uh, I think this is an Apple retail uh, shirt that I that I bought off somebody. Yeah, I've never. Nice. I don't uh, remember ever seeing it. Yeah, yeah. It's old, but. That's good. It's okay. Sporting a candy cane tie, Mr. Brian Flanagan Arthurs is here. Brian, good to have you as always. Thank you. So glad to be here. Yeah, you look so festive. Tis the season. Yeah. <laughs> Dignified and festive. <laughs> Jeff Gamut has opted to do the same kind of decoration that I'm doing, and that's red and green lights. Jeff, good to have you. It's great to be here. And, uh, yeah, I was trying to find festive shirt, and apparently, um, at least some of my wardrobe is still not unpacked. So I went with a clean shirt instead and festive lights. Okay, I like it. I like it. Yeah, I, I'm a little disappointed. This is the, this shirt is a green check, but it's really not showing up much green on the uh, on the camera. So I I should have tested it, but I didn't. That's life. But there's no question about the color shirt of Mr. Ben Rathick. He too is sporting a red shirt. And, and I am super indeed. Holiday, I got the message. Yeah, super holiday background, Ben. I'm impressed. Yep. I took this uh, a couple weeks ago during the tree lighting. Hmm. I thought maybe just all the elves came to your, your house after the tree lighting and decorated your home. Nope. Uh, my, uh, my office area still looks like a bunker. But a very festive bunker, right? <laughs> so is ben Christmas knows- just an extra dangerous time of the year with all the red shirts running around? Brittany, it's like you're <laughs> reading my mind. 
Very yes. Nice. Yep. Okay. Uh, yep. Between uh, me, Dave, and Brian, one of us may not survive the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going on the away mission? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Quick, do you know everyone's first name? <laughs> yeah. yeah really. Oh, crap. Uh, <laughs> well, since Brittany is in there, I'm going to introduce her. Britt, good to have you as always. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Now, when I said what makes this a holiday party, you didn't say dress for it, or I might have thought about it for two seconds. But when I get up, I'll find something. I'll find something. Well, we'll that see. that was in the instructions along with the show notes and everything. So wait, there were like we 18 articles in there. <laughs> <laughs> I lost the memo. <laughs> Just in case we get bored, you know, we have to okay. have to be prepared. All right. <laughs> uh, last but absolutely not least, sporting a very um a very festive purple cap. Um, I guess purple is a holiday color somewhere. Color of royalty. Right. Color of royalty. Uh, very good, Jeff. <clears throat> it was all I could do to show up. <laughs> couldn't 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 get the holiday theme going, sorry. That's okay. Well, if, uh, you're King James for the night. How's that? <laughs> all in I'll favor. Take it. Yeah. You know, there's actually a different king that would be more appropriate to the season, but I'll just let it lie there. Yeah. 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 But that king doesn't have a purple hat. So, you know, I mean, come on. I don't know what he wore. Oh boy! Let's, no, let's not go there, Britt. No, you, you're, you're going to take us in the really bad direction. Um, there, there's several things that are just kind of hot right now. It seems like we should not be having any news this time of year, but boy, it's it keeps showing up. So the first thing I'm throwing in the chat room is something everybody's been talking about in the last couple of days, and that is the fact that. Uh, just, I guess, is it tomorrow or Thursday that the Apple Watch will come off sale? Christmas. Um, well, I think Chris isn't Christmas the the mail order, but the store is shut Christmas down tomorrow. Christmas is the deadline uh, for the government or for the White House um, to to say, "Huh, no, you can keep selling." So, uh, I think tomorrow or the twenty first. Is when the mail order pay, mail order stops, and then the twenty fourth is when in store sales stops. But President Biden has the option to veto this, so mm-hmm. that sales could continue. Meanwhile, I threw a second article in the chat rooms as well um, that Apple could avoid allegedly could avoid. Uh, the watch band with a software update that, if I'm understanding it correctly, would shut down the allegedly allegedly offending feature. So, and what I'm wondering about that was that affect people that already bought their watches? And can you not update? Well, for a while, probably, but yeah, uh, I mean, a lot of great questions. The- Article just says software alterations. It doesn't necessarily specify what those are, if they're off or if it's a different algorithm or or what. You're right. And it wasn't from Apple, so it's just sort of all speculative. But, you know, by the way, I I just bought a, a new watch because last week, because I'd heard about this a few weeks ago. 
which coming from a company who never speaks public about anything that's uh, tentative, yeah. it's interesting that they chose to speak about this to make sure they got their sales in. What, what do you mean? I'm not saying this I would have done anything not, different. Not, <laughs> this isn't Apple's choice to announce this. It's a court thing. Well, but the, it's the, not their choice it, to have it happen. It is their choice to comment on it. And to, and to do it preemptively as opposed to just mm -hmm. shutting down, um, which I, you know, I, I mean, I heard that a couple of places, Brett, that this was, you know, this is some grand scheme of apples to drive Apple watch sales. And that doesn't no. ring really true. But on the other hand, I have an idea that probably Apple watch sales did, did spike because of this, because you know how it is. If you tell somebody they can't have something, that's when they want it. I'd be surprised if they spiked very much. I, no, but what you want to do if you're Apple is make it not have a giant dent. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. True. And try to avoid that as much as possible. So, and Of course, this, this only affects the U.S. It's not worldwide. Yes. Which, no. according to Brian's wonderful thing, is still largely United States-based. <laughs> At least Why? half or around half. So that brings up an interesting point. Uh, if this is only in the U.S., then can Apple keep selling the watch other places, other countries? Yes. Yeah, and they so, are. Okay, so cross it the just can't be imported. Can't... Like, it, it, I mean, it was going to, you know, be they were going to be impounded by customs. Hmm. So that's why yeah. I was saying it's not really Apple announcing this. It's like. Uh, you know, unless the Biden administration makes a ruling, they're going to be impounded by customs starting the 25th. So Apple really I waited pretty late to can make any comment about it. I could be wrong, but I think they did. But they still usually don't make comments at all. Like. Well, but they got to say something <laughs> suddenly, you know, <laughs> if they don't for lots being, of other things when it's their choice. It's their choice what to stop selling is, something. They don't always say something. But this is somebody else is, you know, all of a sudden a best-selling item is not going to be available anymore. They, you know, how could they not say something? They should, <laughs> and they did. Right. Yeah. But, but I, I, I don't I don't see how how they could not, and I don't see what this, you know, would have to do with any, you know, like some other product that wasn't selling that we all forgot about, and now they're not selling socks and they didn't say anything. I mean this right. isn't like that. One of these things no. is not like the other. No, they spoke about it, which was the correct business choice to make. Ben? Um, a couple things. First, if you still want one of these, uh, Apple stops stopping selling these is voluntary. Uh, Best Buy, Walmart, other retailers are still able to sell these as long as they have inventory. Um, the other thing is um the ceo of massimo um does not actually think the software uh fix would be enough and wants both a recall and hardware changes oh my god really of course he does <laughs> i yeah of course he does because they want to market their own watch or their own device well no he yeah. wants a big chuck is what he wants well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah do, do they even make 
any devices? I thought they just made the technology. Yes, they do. Oh, they do. Okay. Uh, they make many medical devices, including smartwatches. Um, they also own uh, a lot of audio brands, including uh, Marantz and Denon. Oh, okay. Okay. So this is not a hard a uh, a patent troll. Yeah, I didn't think it was a patent troll. I just didn't realize that they were also making uh, a potentially competing uh, uh, medical focused device. What do you mean he wants a recall? He wants Apple to take my watch back and everybody uh, else's correct. from the last year? Correct. All the ones that have been already uh, that are already in the wild so they can be changed to not affect uh, the alleged patents. So that would go back to what? The, the six or the seven? That's a good question. Because I, I'm pretty sure it's seven for this, sure. This, mm-hmm. Yeah, the seven for sure. But I thought the six had the pulse oximeter also. I'm sure uh, if he gets his way, then they'll figure out which one it was. It was a six. Mm-hmm. Um, and because that's the one I have uh, or had last. Anyway, um, but they're not. You can pull, pull my watch, pry my watch for my cold, dead hands. Like, mm-hmm. don't get them. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're obviously so. not going to do anything. <laughs> People already have watches. Are not. They're not gonna. You're not gonna lose them. Yeah, Apple's <laughs> not gonna show up at your door knocking. Brittany, give us your watch. There's nothing they can do about the, the watches are already purchased and in, in consumers' hands. Um, well, they could brick them. The uh, the other interesting thing was that is which isn't in this article is the Massimo CEO did talk to Bloomberg and did say he he doesn't believe Apple's going to become be able to come up with a. Um, a, a software fix, like they keep saying, uh, and and his quote was, uh, "They've been caught with their hands in the cookie jar." Uh, so it's this is going to be interesting to see. I mean, they they, they want to change the algorithms. Is is that going to suffice for the patent? Hard to say, um, but it it uh, it seems like that they haven't had any communication with Apple in quite some time. Because it seems like I guess the CEO hasn't talked to Apple since 2013. So this has been ongoing for this long a period. That all of a sudden it's coming up 10 years later. And if well, that's there's true, been some kind of court case, right? Yeah, yeah. It, but if that if I mean, that is so true, see, it's ring closed. Go ahead. Yeah, if that's true, I mean, I'm, I would want to know more about that because I can't believe that Apple has tried to play hardball and would not come to the table. I mean, I'm surprised both parties. I don't know who to blame on that one because one way or another, if, if, if whoever said it earlier, if he really does want a big check, then okay, let's sit and talk about it. But, you know, the, the demands he's making are just completely unrealistic. And I also, I mean, I don't know what to say about the, the option for Biden uh, vetoing this because there is an argument that you're taking a a very beneficial function, a very, very, potentially a very beneficial device, out of the hands of the public, as opposed to saying work something out, guys. You know, and I don't know if that's but what Biden is hoping that will happen. That they'll, you know, in the eleventh hour, they will come to terms. But the Massimo CEO just seems to be completely 
he really thinks he's in charge here and he's making insane demands. Right now, unless uh, this were to be overturned, he essentially is in charge here. Well, and, until the next appeal. Yeah. And maybe after that, but yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm perplexed that a deal hasn't already gotten done. I have a hypothesis on that. Yeah. And, and the hypothesis is that uh, Zemo is being uh, completely unreasonable with negotiations. Because Apple, th- their modus operandi for for situations like this is they do what they do their thing and then when uh when they end up with an infringement case or or, or some other related case then they fight it out and they either win or they throw money at it and it goes away and uh and so we've gone through the whole let's fight it out it didn't go away so Apple, I'm assuming, tried to throw money at it, and Masimo, they, uh, they, what they wanted was way more than Apple was willing to throw at them, and uh, Apple clearly has very deep pockets. So that tells me it was a crazy, stupid amount of money, and uh, and and Apple's like, you know, you can take this, or. We'll wait and see what the president says. And in the meantime, we're just pulling the watch from the United States. And, uh, you know, screw you. Jeff, I I would concur with that. I I think that, and based on his public statements, it just sounds like they don't want to reach a deal. Unless it's just their deal, and, and that's all there is. And so uh, that's that's not the way this kind of thing should get resolved. I'm not about to sit here and say Apple's right or wrong on this. I don't know. I did hear today or yesterday that apparently w- years ago, I guess when this fight started, Apple came in and they hired a bunch of people away from the company, sometimes even doubling salaries. And you know, so that doesn't look real good for Apple. As far as, you know, did they try to buy trade secrets? But that's one interpretation of it. It's not the first time that Apple has said, hey, we want to get in this business, so we're going to go hire the the experts in it. Um, Because they've, in fact, who hasn't done that? That's how business works. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Webb in the chat room, uh, he couldn't be with us tonight, but um, he said, don't confuse posturing with reality. So, Webb, is that advice for uh, – who's that advice for? Uh, or is that just for our interpretation? I'm curious to see where you're coming from with that. Well, one thing's for sure, that we will we will find out whether Biden decides to do anything um, or whether this continues, whether there's another appeal. But if you want an Apple Watch and you're within the sound of my voice right now as we do this live, go and get it. Oh, so that's why you wanted to do this topic first to make sure you could get get the memo out. Well, I, you know, Brett. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, no, no, but it, you know, it's look, it's a fair point, I, and you were the one that brought it up. You know, this 
this will push people that maybe were on the bubble to go and get it. If, if that is an important feature to them, the, the damnable part about it is though, that they, they're not just shutting down this feature as of now, they're shutting down watch sales. So all the other assets and benefits that come with an Apple watch, you know, you don't have access to unless you're going to buy way down on the, on the scale to an Apple SE. Mm-hmm. So hmm. well, we shall see. I mean, you can't, you can't sell a watch with this feature and not that feature. So. Un- unless Jim, as we said, we said earlier that they come up with something in the way of software or some kind of firmware that, you know, would disable that particular feature. And I'm, I'm not even oh, sure. And, it, and it, it, it sounds like then it's back to court. Probably. Yeah. I, and I'm not I think even, that's the, the next step. Yep. Yeah. And I'm not sure. I mean, what, all that was speculation. If Apple is working on that, will that, would that satisfy the court, the, uh, the court order? I don't know. Well, I mean, you know, so Apple may do that, and then, you know, Massimo will put it back into court and say, you know, and I would think if Apple lost a second time, uh, a judge would be, a court would be pretty unhappy with Apple at that point for basically willfully um, infringing. The penalties might be really large at that point. We'll keep an eye on this one. We'll keep yep. an eye on this one. The other thing that's been such a hot topic is beeper. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. David, I believe you just groaned. It's just getting old. <laughs> it really is. This whole topic with beeper. It's interesting to see the way it's being spun. Um, Ken Ray on Monday did, I think, what was the ultimate commentary. And so if you don't listen to Ken Ray's show or you didn't hear it, go back and listen. Because the politicians now that are jumping on the bandwagon, you know, it, it's, it was even worse than what we talked about last week. Because it was so selective in, and, and so anti-business. But, but I mean, the, 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 the politicians that were commenting – were the ones that always seem to comment on this kind of thing. But Ken pointed out that, you know, it's not, there are options out there. If you want secure end to end, it's not like Apple is, is preventing everyone from having end to end encryption. And, and he said it in his, with his usual Ken Ray flair, and I can't possibly do it justice. So go back and listen to it. Um, but I just I'm I'm really tired of it. Oh, and then Jim, I've got to go and find it because I didn't prep that. But you put something. Uh, I'll let you talk, tell us about the CBS Morning News thing um, that I watched that sent my blood pressure up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was it was quite a take, and you know that's the thing that's interesting about this. I think is that you know now. That was on, yeah, I'm not sure what CBS show it was, but, you know, clearly the newsreader people really had no idea. These politicians have no idea what they're talking about. 
Um, you know, it's just, you know, complete nonsense. Um, the only thing that I thought was kind of interesting about that was I, and maybe, maybe it's just, uh, ignorance on my part. I had not, they actually interviewed the the CEO beeper and the 16 year old kid. So I had heard, you know, what they had said before, but it was like, Oh, there, there he actually, you know, I was, it took me a while to realize, Oh, that's actually the guy that's, you know, the CEO of beeper. Um, so that was about the only thing I thought was interesting. It was like, this is very first person, but you know, I just, to me, it's like all nonsense. It's like, well, the story is hackers have broken into Apple servers and, uh, people are saying, you know, that they should be applauded. Excuse me. <laughs> what, what planet have I just landed on? Yeah. And, and the intro I mean, it's it's the typical mainstream media intro. They made it sound like if you are, if if you are using or having to endure green bubbles, it's like having you know. Wooden right. Splits I mean, those, put on the whole finger. green bubble, blue bubble thing, is. Yeah. And 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 then they tried to say, oh well, Apple has a, the, the president of the new company is trying to say Apple has a monopoly on t- on on messaging. Right. And it's like really. I mean, but that was the person saying that was the guy that's the CEO of Beeper. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, of course, he's going to say that. You know, so, I mean, you know, the problem with it was that the, the person interviewing just was like, oh, okay. You know, you know, they should have said, excuse me, why do you think it's okay to hack Apple servers? But, you know, they're just like, oh, yeah, this is great what you're doing. So, you know, they didn't have anybody from Apple or even like a security researcher or, you know, Anybody that knew they were, they're talking about is just complete, uh, you know, nonsense and giving this guy a platform on national TV to, you know, spew his side of the story with no context. And, you know, so, uh, but what do you expect? You know, sadly, whenever, you know, whenever you, at least in my experience, whenever I see the media cover some story that I know something about, it's like, oh, they're just completely wrong, which makes me assume that every other story is must be the same way. Yeah. Yeah. But the Monopoly comment really got me because I thought to, to let that to, – for anybody to – for that to pass editorial muster, I mean, I, I look, I get it. He's trying to make a sensational statement. But as far as I'm concerned, that just disqualified him, me from taking anything else he said seriously. Because I can text with my Android friends, you know. I okay, so we may not be able to have group chats. You may not have some of the niceties, but it's not like. I mean, it's it you like know. It, I think there there were some comments on that YouTube, and people were like, "Oh gosh, you know, if I bought a ticket on Delta Airlines, I can't use it on American Airlines." You know, terrible. You know, this is you know. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Hello. <laughs> yeah, Brian. Uh, I was as, as I was going through the story and thinking about all the the twists and turns of you know beeper works one day and then you know it's it's uh, intermittent so, so for some folks it's working some folks it's not and there's different workarounds that keep coming up and as Apple like playing whack a mole I'm trying to you know squash different ways that they're doing uh, this um, it made me kind of think I wonder if in a weird small way 
Apple is going to sell some more products, some more Apple iPhones because of this. And my thought process is that, you know, you don't necessarily know what you're missing out on until you've, until you've tried it, you know, until you have it and maybe give it in, you know, maybe you're a Android user and you have the opportunity to take advantage of some of these iMessage features, not necessarily full-fledged, but some of the features in the blue bubble world. And, um, you know, you're like, oh, that's pretty nice. And then getting it squashed out where you can't use it anymore, like, well, I kind of miss having that. Maybe I'll buy an iPhone and it perpetuates it. (laughs) Maybe five people, but I think people have a pretty good idea of, you know, what the difference is and, yeah. Um, I will say this as someone who uh, has worked both in journalism and politics. Um, with the people who signed this letter, uh, this is something Apple should be paying a lot of attention to. Um, we're not talking about one, uh, one particular politician playing to her base. Um, we are talking about four, uh, two very high-ranking senators from the antitrust subcommittee and two very high-ranking members of the House of Representatives. Um, to me, uh, whether Apple is in the rights under current laws, um, this sounds like there could actually be a lot of support far more than I thought there would be for enacting something similar to the DMA laws in Europe. And the people you're talking about are Senator Amy Klobuchar and Senator Mike Lee, who Mm -hmm. seem to be constantly on this anti-business tear. You know, anytime there's anything that looks like it might possibly be interpreted as anti-business, they're in there. Um, Representative Jerry Nadler and Representative Ken Buck. And so, you know, I, I, once again, I just, I wish we could get someone that they would find credible to explain it to them and, and not, you know, just do the sensational thing. And again, go back and listen to Ken Ray's takedown of this. Um, I'm not saying you're wrong, Ben, by any means, you know, because, there is a perception out there that big companies are bad. So, Chuck. Well, and I think in particular, Apple, you know, there's pe- a lot, a large contingent of Apple haters out there. And you see that online all the time. Um, and I assume some of those vote. So, you know, I, you know, I don't think this is not going to go anywhere in, in Congress or with the DOJ. But it could stir up votes and stir up publicity for these for these people. It's just Jeff? like TikTok oh, should be banned. And sorry. Yeah, Jeff, I'll give you a final word. Uh, you mentioned that it would be great if we could get someone that understands the the, uh, the the topic to explain it to the the various politicians. It doesn't matter that the people that are complaining in uh, in Congress 
they don't understand the technology and they don't care to understand the technology. Nope. And uh, and this may or may not go anywhere. I I'm thinking ultimately it won't. Um and and actually at this point I'm now comparing it to when um we had all of the the media and um and uh political uh craziness around the San Bernardino shooter incident and uh and trying to force Apple to put a backdoor into software and Apple really fought that. Um uh, and um uh, they ultimately did not have to put backdoors into the operating system and software, which also meant that other companies don't have to do that as well. I think in the end, we'll, we will see a similar outcome where it just kind of goes away. I sincerely hope you're right. I uh, me too. Right. I mean, we, we do have politicians that are really looking, going into a big election season wanting to do things that, uh, that make it appear as if they're here for the people. So that throws a whole wild card into this thing. I, I will be I, optimistic and hopefully not disappointed. I, I suspect that these politicians have been told, you know, and understand what, you know, the reality is, and they've just chosen, you know, this is good PR for me. I don't care what, you know, but that happens probably, all the time in, in politics. Yeah. That's you know, probably what happened this, during the San Bernardino situation as well. They, they were briefed. They understood. They didn't care. Right. But, but the briefing part is the part that disturbed me, Jeff, that because the, the mainstream media is not helping anyone by glossing over or ignoring facts. And Jim, Jim said it at the outset of this discussion, Somebody broke into Apple servers and is just trying to use them. And, you know, that just – my example last week was, okay, then how about all these senators? Why don't you put your, your key under your mat? And, you know, if I get tired, I'll come in and sleep in your bed or lay on your couch. And, you know, because I'm because I deserve to. I'm tired. <laughs> Not my best analogy, but anyway. Next time on Mac Voices, we finish up our Beeper discussion, talk about Apple's loss of test flight data and why it's not as big a deal as some are making out, and why Adobe had a really bad week. That's next time on Mac Voices. I'm Chuck Joyner. I'll see you then. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices, or making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page, and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices each month. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at BackbeatMedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at Cashfly.com.